You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. I'm Benjamin Hall, your host, here with my co-host, Dan Schiefel. What's going on, everyone? We're happy I, uh, to bring you another episode. Wow, that took us only three times to get that intro that right. That was awesome. Uh, I wish everybody could hear every... You You probably deleted those. Oh, yeah, those they're ones. gone. Nobody's yeah, going to hear this. It was... Yeah, no one's going to hear it. No, it was beautiful because we couldn't get the intro down and Ben forgot his name and yeah, yeah it was... Forgot to say my name. Yes, that's right. You forgot to say your name. Yes, it was It was pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah. good times. Yeah. It's like the end of a movie whenever the bloopers and the outtakes come out, but like we're not going to have that for the podcast. No, maybe one yeah. day eventually. Maybe. You'll just hear the outro music. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I should collect all that stuff and then we'll just have a podcast of bloopers. Yeah, that's podcast. And we'll call it podcast of bloopers. Podcast of bloopers. Yeah. So it today, writes itself. Who do we have yeah. today? Today we have my sister, Lydia. Hello. My youngest right. sister. We're having her on the show to talk about all of her amazing interests. Oh boy. And they, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun because you've been complaining all this time. We need to do a siblings podcast. I, well, yeah. What am I doing Duh. here? <laughs> get out. Well, you're Please the host. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Call uh, Esther and Erie. I'm going to get down here in five minutes. Well, it's going to be hard to get am all Am I here to be like a, a mediator mm. of sorts? Yeah, like maybe like a referee. You stand. Yeah, like I'm, the referee. I'm like a referee whenever you know. <laughs> you stand in between both Fight. of us when we start fighting. Yeah. No, All right, guys. I no. doubt that we'll fight. I doubt that we'll fight. I think me and you the have the most good. interests in common. Yeah. As far as, which is hard to. I mean, it's hard to say that because me and my sisters are very similar. Like we all play music. We're all you're all artists. insanely talented at music. Well, thanks. It's, it really is. Like, it's unbelievable. We like, had no it, choice. Our mom forced us to learn piano. Every single one say, of you. It was a requirement to survive in our family. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. You don't play music? Oh, you're out. Sorry. Pretty much. We yeah. can't have you around. Which I'm thankful for. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, but like all of you, I've heard you all like sing and not you as much sing, but like sing and play and yeah, well, it's I can all prove it. unbelievable. La, 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 la. Yeah, there we go. So this is the first time I've ever heard you sing. No. <laughs> Oh um, my gosh! Well, you heard me sing on Sunday. That's true. Well, yeah, with, with the super with the, deep bass voice. That's I didn't right. Hear you sing it was on awesome. Sunday. Oh no, you didn't. Well, that's okay. I hear you sing about nonsense. Pouring my coffee. My <laughs> Drinking my coffee. Nonsense It's going to be a top hit someday. <laughs> someday. Um, Today is not that day. So, so you guys aren't going to disagree or anything, or aren't going to have any like you know, because that's like the you know any kind of like sports show, like first take or like. You know, internet show, like, you have, like, differing opinions, and all they do is yell at each other, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we never... The only person, not that would fight, Esther would be like, okay, shut up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Go on to something yeah. else. <laughs> That's is stupid. True. She, she has entertained my fancy by, like, singing for bands that I've been in or singing on <laughs> things that I've done, but I know that she didn't enjoy any moment of it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> she doesn't like... I don't think she likes rock music at all. Maybe she I think she does, but she... Prefers other things, other yeah, styles like over Yeah, like classical it. or pop or I mean, she modern. was an opera performance major. Yeah. yeah. I doubt she super into rock music yeah. for that reason. Yeah. So maybe but. she'll be on the fading, a new Fading Light song. No. No? <laughs> Absolutely. No, she wouldn't. 
Josh is listening. He's like, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. But, but yeah, we get along pretty well. Good stuff. Good stuff. So let's. Now the listeners can hear how well, how well you you get along. Yeah. Now we have to prove it. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) So no pressure. (laughs) Yeah, you do a bunch of different things. Well, Well, first, first of all, how like. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like, how old are you? What before you we get into that, doing? I'm the youngest I'm sister. I think I'm, I'm sitting on your that. couch. Oh, did you? Yeah. You I said, said my I'm a sister. sister. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, all of your sisters are younger than you, but I'm the last born <laughs> and he is the oldest. Yes. How many years apart are we? 13. Is it 13 or I thought it was 15. No, it's 13. Oh, no, I'm eight between Esther. But it's 13 or 12. I'm not good at math either. Or 12 That's and a half. right. It's a long it's five. Long long yeah. <laughs> it's five, five, and two. How much older is Abby than you? Four. What? She's four years older than you? <laughs> no, she's not. She's only two. <laughs> this is the argument. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> I'm thinking in school. Ding, ding. I only did. When's your birthday? Uh, ninety-eight. Her birthday. She was in school terms four years. Oh, her birthday is ninety-five. Me. Ninety-six. Uh-oh. 96. Here we go. Wait. Here we go, no. listeners. But that doesn't make any sense. Mine's, <laughs> yeah, listen, five, mine's... It's more confusion than yes. anything. We're five years <laughs> apart. Well, the the weird thing is that she's six months apart from the... We're all, by the way, all of our birthdays are within a week besides Abby. Yeah. So, um... By the way, we're musicians, not mathematicians. I'm pretty good at math, but anyways. <laughs> my birthday's 85. <laughs> Esther's is 90. So, Abby's has to be... Abby's is 96. Mm-hmm. And so He's yours like, is of 98. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are 13 years apart. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> that took a long time to wow. figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So we're 13 years apart. Yes. And why did we want to bring that up? Oh, I just didn't know that you said that I was the youngest. I did. I'm the baby. Yeah. So. Me too. I thought. I am. Yeah. No one will ever see that. So you're out of high school <laughs> and you're doing a bunch of different things. Yes. What? Yeah, what, what, uh, what, uh, you know. What, Recently, what I'm doing sure. now, I'm trying to build up my violin business. I'm a violinist and I play for various venues or weddings is the big thing right now. I usually have two or well, around this time, two weddings or three a month, which is great. Um, I've done some nursing homes, uh, but right now I'm in the Ren Fair and I do that. What's the Ren Fair for anyone who might not? might not know like what you know because it's huge uh, in yes. the Pittsburgh area it's huge <laughs> yes and it's you know it starts pretty much well, it was last weekend was the first weekend or this yeah. past weekend Saturday it, was the first day right and it runs all the way end of September right mm-hmm. so it's a but, very long but it's yeah for anyone who might not be familiar with the with the Ren the, it's, it's called the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival but for anyone who might not be familiar with it just kind of yeah it's yeah. it's like bringing people back in time into the Renaissance era so it's basically like a convention in the past it's literally that. So, but it's in the present. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And like a bunch of musicians will perform like Irish pub tunes or like mm-hmm. Viking-ish epic yeah. drumming and bagpipe stuff. But um, for this one, I'm with a pirate group. I'm yeah. a pirate. And I play violin with that. So it's more like... Wait, you play the fiddle with them, though. Oh, don't right? even get me... <laughs> Is there a difference? No, it's. I think it's just the style. Okay. Honestly. Because I, I, I would never say, like, a violinist plays with the pirate. It's like that's a... That's too classical and fancy. Yeah, that's probably it. 
You know, they just so want. F- you have a fiddler. I guess. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a fiddler. <laughs> There's just really no, I've never noticed a difference in the actual instrument if there is one. Yeah. But I think it's just the style. There is a difference though? I don't think so. No, we should look it up. Name. I wonder if it's just a there nomenclature is. thing. I wonder if violin is the traditional word and then fiddle, fiddle. is from a different language. Or when the rednecks started talking about violins, yeah, play the oh, fiddle. It's probably, yeah, it's play probably, that <laughs> fiddle there. It's probably older than that. Do you want to look that up? Uh, yeah, I can look it up. I'll look it up on here. Oh, okay. Attached, Do the pirates but, yeah, have birds on their shoulders? We don't. Well, I have a violin on my shoulder. Well, you so wouldn't I don't have, have it. But, but the other one, you know, like the big burly one with the beard and the eye patch, like there's got to be one of those Honestly, guys in there, Honestly, we should, right? but... Um, you guys need a bird on your shoulder. That's what I would go. But anywho, go like on. Like different than a chip on your shoulder. We have a bird on yeah, our shoulder. Yeah, because they're pirates. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, Um. anyway, so there's a bunch of acts. There's usually a joust. So yes. they do a whole bit um, it's like a legit joust, like oh like gosh, someone's yeah. gonna like it's like someone's gonna get stabbed off their horse. So they do the from what I'm told. I haven't ever been able to watch it because I have shows during right. the time of the joust. Um, they do the joust, and the other dude's like, "That's not fair!" Knocks the other dude off his horse, and then they start fighting. I think somebody gets beheaded, but I don't. It's obviously not a true Nobody beheading really because beheaded. <laughs> they're there next week. Right, right. <laughs> I know there's a lot of fake I blood. I saw you last week. <laughs> Just uh, without a head. No, but um, yeah. It grew back. It's very dramatic. Uh, Usually there's a stage show for the cast. That's what the Renaissance. How many are part of the cast or or just like. Oh my gosh, so many. Yeah. So many because they do one show of, they do a theme each year. So it's based on mm, something in that time period. I don't know what it is this year, which is awful. I mean, I'm working there. I should know. That's right. (laughs) But they do that, but their main thing is walking around with the people coming to the fair as okay. like guests and making them feel like they're in that time period, sure. which is funny because most of the people that I see coming in are decked out in costumes and they're, they're doing so the same thing. into it. Yeah. Right. And then they walk up to me like, ye violinist lassie, where art thou performing? I'm like, oh, around the corner like, on yeah, the stage. Yeah, I right. play violin. This is my name. Here you go. <laughs> And they're like, oh. <laughs> That's not how we talk. I know. I'm like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> how long have you been, you said 19 now, how long have you been, um, you know, been part of, part of the Ren Fair? Only three years. Okay. Still, I, three years. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. It is a longer long than time. I've been doing the studio stuff. That's true. Yeah, three yeah. Years. You're like, oh, only three years. You're like, oh, I'm like three years. Like you were 16, 15 long. around that time. But not yeah. only that, but like 15 or 16. I mean, I think that's pretty impressive to be doing something like that when you're 15 and 16 yeah. and I to be actually, part of that group. I think I lied about my age to the Uh-oh. people that hired me. Yeah, it was the crack show. So I was an elf for that one. Okay. And they're more of like a heavy pipe and drums group. Yeah, yeah. They're phenomenal people. They're so sweet and so down to earth. I love them to death. But I didn't. I hope we'll have them on. I hope point. so too. They really want to. They'd yeah. totally be down as long cool. as we do a fire at the end <laughs> and eat mom's we food. We probably can't do one in your house. A fire. We I have to. That move. would be mm. the end of the house. <laughs> yeah. That's, Anywho, go on. I'm sorry. I don't even know what I was saying. You, you oh, were a, a pu- I was yes. an elf with that one, and I didn't know because I'd heard through my cousin from a friend who was looking for. They were looking for a violinist for their group. 
And I looked up a video she sent me. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was the she You just and, weren't interested in this at first. You know, I like thought it was the first, cool and I'd never gone to a Ren Fair okay. before that time. You just knew that they were looking for a violinist. Yeah. And I okay. was like, well, I don't have anything high, like booked for this time period. It'd be so much fun. But that is a big commitment because it's about six weeks yeah. every weekend. You instantly thought that like you thought, oh, maybe like I'll like this. Yeah. Is I that, was like, yeah. I'll give it a shot. And then I looked at the video. I was like, this is so stupid. Should I really do this? And I showed mom. And she was like, well, it's up to you. I mean, you'd be earning money. Sure. You'd be getting your name out there totally. to like potentially get more gigs. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And they seem family friendly, which was a big thing to me. Cause it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, did, it's okay. Go ahead. Did anyone have any interest in the Ren Fair before you were involved? Like like Ben or your other sisters or your parents? Or, I don't no, think so. shaking his head no. <laughs> no, I've, like, I've never been involved in... We're just saying, I yeah. like I like musicals, but I've never sure. been involved in any kind of musical thing or like any anything. Which is weird because you're all of us. All of I know you all are are heavily involved. Yeah, yeah. In anything that involves, I guess, the theatrics or dressing sure. up and music, I've never been really just like I'm that not into doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, it's all about like the the content of the music in and of itself. Sure. Plus, with theater, you're hiding behind a character, which totally. I can't really see you liking to do that. Not that you couldn't, <laughs> yeah. but you want to be more yourself whenever you play. Yeah, I want to be myself, and I want to focus on... Well, it's it's interesting to me that, like, I think oftentimes, and maybe you could talk about this more, and maybe this is also why they appreciate you so much in that, in that group, but uh-huh. oftentimes in those type of groups, you see maybe the music, the musicianship isn't up to par as much as the what you might yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. as so much as the character it's more character based than musician yeah, so based. yeah you sure. don't need to be the best musician like no. it's you so just I have be to be able to fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah honestly you just need to be able to you just need to be able to like play a little bit so sure, that sure. it fits the character and make them feel like they're having a great time okay it's just playing to the crowd basically yeah and yeah right getting them to stay for your show that's right. the toughest thing if they don't know who you are but, I mean, um, the, I, the complete opposite of this is a band like Dream Theater. That's that, very like, opposite. <laughs> they just stand on stage and just like they're so slay, good. just I like saw, go insane. I saw mm-hmm. them at the palace and did, have I told you about that story? I'm not gonna tell it here. Oh but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the it, pick of destiny. Ca- yeah, I caught John. <laughs> pick of destiny. I caught John Frashante's pick. Oh, that's awesome. Or not no, John no, 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 Frashante. No. I'm um, sorry. John we Frashante's with the. We were talking about John Frashante yeah, before we came on. Yeah, John Frashante. Thank you. Sorry. He's listening right now. Yeah, some Dream Theater fans just lost his mind. Yeah. I've seen John Frashante. 76 times. <laughs> I gave you that destiny pick. Remember uh, it, my name at least. It was awesome. Anywho, that's yeah. Um, so you were an elf your first year. What were you the second year? Is it in a pirate this year? Right? So that year we shared a stage because usually uh, I think there's maybe six or seven stages at like in the location. How so big's the Ren Fair? Yeah, I've never been there. I, I've heard. Oh well, you should show up sometime. Ha- it's very long. And like, I'm just kidding. No, we yeah. Like how big? I've never been there. I've everybody I know is goes. They really do. Like people yeah. at work, people at yeah. Like everybody I know has. But we just haven't made it out there. I can't <clears> say exactly how large it is, but oh, what could I compare it to? It's it's very it's big. big. Just the area, yeah. There's like three sections to it. Um. Maybe like like an Expo Mart in Monroe, like the biggest Burgett's town. Oh yeah, I was gonna say there's three sections and each is probably like half the size of a football field. Yeah, and then it gets because it's on kind of a hill. Sure, sure. So the first level and then second, third. But there's so many booths. That's another thing. Like most of the people that come, 
It, everything that they sell is handmade, so it can be like weapons yeah. to costuming where you can rent some, and like they're really good quality too. And glass blowing, chain mail making, there's a lot of, like there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and they live on site this entire right. time and just restock, like make the stuff, which is crazy. I don't think I could. I think the funny. Do that. I think the funny thing to me is, well, I always. Imagine it being like strictly Renaissance. This sure. is Renaissance, but whenever no. I went the first year to see you, they're like, I see like Harry Potter costumes and like, yeah, you're not in the fantasy, Renaissance. Yeah, all this fantasy stuff, and I'm like, a lot of this Princess even, Bride cosplayers. That'd be right. awesome. I, Was yeah. there like an Andre the Giant? <laughs> oh, I, I'm now see for I Princess Bride at I'm, least. At least that kind of fits the Renaissance yeah. time bit, yeah. period. It's more of a basic yeah. costume. But, I'm like, but when you see Princess Buttercup, that's like bright, ugly red. Yeah. And it's very easy to spot out. But Legend like, of Zelda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm not against the fantasy thing, but like for Harry Potter, I'm like, that's not even, that's modern times. I it's see not Doctor even, Who a lot. Well, Doctor Who, that doesn't even make any sense. Yep, but you're right. It zero doesn't. Sense. <laughs> that would make sense for like an anime convention, I would feel like more mm -hmm. than, but it doesn't matter. A friend yeah. of mine, and, and I don't think, a friend of mine who went, who I talked to, and, and Ben, you'll appreciate this. He said that one of the vendors there, and I, and I don't know if his friend bought it, but he went with his friend, and he said one had like, he made a replica of the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. What? And I don't know if he bought it or not, but like... It's and I was and I, I think he made like some other incredible weapon from Final Fantasy VII. There's no way it could be made of metal because that thing would be way too heavy to, <laughs> it was, to carry. Yeah, it was. I'll have to ask him tomorrow whenever I see him at work. But like that would be cool. I don't think he does it anymore. But I remember because he went the one year and he was like, "Oh yeah, that guy wasn't there anymore." But he mm. told me the story about how like he made a replica Buster Sword, and that's cool. That's awesome. I was just really excited. To I have a that. question for for you. I have an answer. So for whenever you. I go to it, I obviously don't dress up. I just wear my hipster clothes. And you yeah, and even of. one of the people there made fun of you and said, hey, look, a real live hipster. You no are skid mark. hipster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess my question is, do people, is there like, a, do they, do they take, are, do they take sides or teams against like, are there people that go there that are like, this is strictly Renaissance and the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. And there are other people that are more like, oh, it's just, it's just dress up. It's like Halloween. It's whatever you want to be. Like, what is the attitude towards the Renaissance That's a question. festival? From me witnessing it at our fair that I've done. obviously the people that go like me that are just spectators, <laughs> nobody cares about, <laughs> I would feel like. Because I'm just purely yeah. a spectator and, and you know what I mean? Like, You're watching oh, the fishbowl. Mm -hmm. Right. I, yeah. I just want to watch and see. I'm, I don't want to go and like be involved in the culture yeah, right. per se. I've actually you noticed. You want to be heckled by the people in the, in the Oh right. my gosh, yeah. 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 I've actually noticed more it's the people that come. Yeah. That pick on other people, like, oh, they're not dressed in this era. And then the people working there are like, that's cool. Right. Like, oh, I get that reference. Right. So it's kind of so the flipped people like from ben what you would, would think. Make fun of the not would ben, but like the people like Ben who come here normal yeah. would make fun of the people and say, that's weird. But, but the it, people that are hardcore into it. That's what yeah. I would think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is like most people... Yeah, most people coming that are hardcore into it are the people going rather than the people working for it. Yeah. Because we're kind of... Why even go if you're going to make fun of the people there? It doesn't seem to make sense. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, like, I don't... I don't mm, you guys just behead them? Yeah, absolutely. What I would absolutely. Do. I just wondered if there as was a, that <laughs> underlying culture there because I didn't notice it. 
It Actually, on Saturday, there yeah. was a dude waiting for the fair to end because his friend was looking in a shop. Because it was so lame. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was trying to sound cooler than he was. And he was like, oh, I saw this person dress up at this. And I was like, that's so that's so stupid. That doesn't even fit this era for this time period. I was like, why How do you care? Know? Are yeah. you being yeah. paid to criticize I'll, these well, people? Because I'm paid to be here. <laughs> I would just honestly say that's what I thought. I would never say that to anybody. Buddy, but it's called the Renaissance Festival. So when I first Fenstable. went, but yeah, festival, <laughs> festival. So Sorry. whenever, when I went there and saw so much weird fantasy stuff, um, it threw me off. But yeah. that's cool. That's yeah, cool. sure. That's ex- then exerted. again, I am just a stage act, so yeah. it could be completely different with people in the cast that have to pretend to be in that time period. Like there are some rules what's for the, us. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, what's the difference between a cast and a stage act? The cast doesn't do any kind of music music playing kind of stuff. They're with the attendants. Do they just walk around and what? Mm -hmm. Okay. Most of the time they're at the gate, like trying to keep the crowd happy and stuff before the gate opens, cutting tickets. If they have questions, doing that. I know not like square dancing, but like Renaissance, quote unquote, Renaissance dancing. They'll do that Mm. in like the courtyard to kill time while people are waiting for the joust to start or another show. But with us, we're just strictly at our stage and do our shows. That's pretty much it. And we yeah. can walk around and stuff on our breaks, but um, it could be a completely different personality with the cast thinking like, oh, these people will come in and dress up right. or stupid. But sure. the cast is strictly Renaissance time period. Yeah. And we do have some roles like with our costuming. Yeah. Nobody can have zippers. They have to be hidden because that's not time period appropriate. Um, that makes sense. You have to make sure like some clasps and stuff look authentic. Yeah. So that can be tricky, but like those are minor. Do you have to details. hide like um, PA systems and microphones? We try to, yeah. Yeah. We call it our music, our uh, mysterious magic boxes. Oh, from okay. the future. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what What made you want to? You know, you said nobody had any involvement with you know, Renaissance Festival or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you say, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, and, and we've talked a lot about freelancing opportunities and things like that. Um, what made you want to say like, I don't have any experience with it, but yeah, like, okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Let's take a shot. Let's, let's give this a shot and let's do yeah. this for, you know, for a handful of weeks. So like what made you kind of, kind of jump on yeah, that? Yeah. With the first group, the crack show that I played with, I really liked the respect the fans had for sure. them. Because that tells a lot about the people performing, like their personality and stuff. And they had a previous violinist who quit with them oh, many years ago. And so that's why they were looking for violinists yeah, at every yeah. venue they went to. So I was like, I was watching a video with him playing and I was like, I could totally play that. You were watching it before you had agreed yeah, to sign up. Yeah, because okay. I wanted to know what I was getting into. Yeah, sure, totally. Yeah. So I was listening and I was like, this is fun. I mean, I could see it being like completely different from what I do because I'm I've been playing violin it'll be 12 years in January and I've strictly been a classical violinist okay so seeing this was much more free in a sense musically for me um and I was like I could totally do this I might as well try yeah because I could do it this year and maybe they won't need me or I won't get asked back but the reason I kept getting asked back was because we shared a stage with a pirate group okay. called the Roving Blades. They split up and the one guy is with the Crimson Pirates and he was like, Lydia, 
um, are you playing with anyone? Please play with my group. And yeah, I said, yeah. absolutely, because I loved it so much. I had such a great experience that I wanted to keep doing it sure. as like something different mm-hmm. style wise completely that I do for the majority of the year. Sure. So, yeah. We'll talk about the, <laughs> talk about the cool thing that happened with promoting your Facebook page. Oh my gosh. With the Renaissance Last thing. Because that was like, that that's such like a cool, <laughs> yeah, that's such a cool, like, I guess Facebook and marketing hack yeah, that yeah. you didn't even do on purpose. No, not at all. Did you hear about this, Dan? Probably no. not. I okay, don't know this how is so cool how this happened. So I was trying, I had made my violin page for business. It's Venue Violinist on Facebook if you want to check that out. Nice plug. <laughs> I like it. Plug. You're welcome. Plug it anyway, but that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just made it during that first year I was playing because I wanted people to be able to tag me in videos that sure. they sent because they had so many people come to their shows. I wanted yeah. them to be able to send them to me and I could display it on my uh, page. But then the next year I was playing again. I was so excited. I wanted people to know that, Hey, I'm not playing with this group, but I'm still there. Please come check it out. So I made an event on Facebook and I had my picture from the last year I played Saying, it's like, like a professional these, picture taken by somebody. Like oh, a photographer yeah. that wow. walked around. Yeah. Photographers will come really nice. and tag you and post it on Facebook yeah, yeah. so that you can save them, whatever. Kind of the same thing as like playing a rock show. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like you have mm-hmm. photographers go there and they'll post and put their watermark They're in They're very image. good pictures too. And, and it's probably good for the photographers to go and just go around and take shots mm-hmm. and take professional shots and have a portfolio. I mean, I think it works both ways. Oh, yeah. 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 And there's so many different things to take pictures of. But I posted that picture. I put all the dates and I, I tagged tagged uh the pittsburgh renaissance festival so that whenever you type that in you could find it and little did i know that the pittsburgh renaissance festival i don't think really does social media that much yeah so anybody that typed in pittsburgh renaissance festival my event was the first thing that popped (laughs) up and i had like over two thousand. yeah likes or interested comments like when does this open i was like i don't know but my shows are at this time on this stage so it was crazy so i got dozens of comments and thousands of views on that post did you get any wedding business out of that oh yeah that year i think i had six weddings to do but it's a little bit tough too because honey would you like to get an elf to play for our wedding <laughs> there i you like can, that elf you <laughs> why don't you ask that elf to play for your wedding <laughs> oh my gosh i mean yeah you can actually have weddings at the fair there oh, were yeah. three that the fair hosted oh, this wow. weekend no no, no. oh my gosh no i'd kill say. myself if we had that many weddings that week but no you find wives there too What'd you say? Can you find wives there too? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm a lot sure of people have met at the yeah. Renaissance Festival. I mean, I, I know with my OCR uh, obstacle course racing community, like there's people who've gotten married in terms of that, you know, so right, I'm sure that through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that people meet at the Ren Fair. And, yeah. It's a little expensive, but I mean, if you love that area, the people time probably period. People met there and yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the ma- majority of the stories yeah. they've met there or they got engaged there sure. so they wanted to do the wedding there mm. but it's Makes sense. put such a damper on the entertainers the entertainers yeah. because there's a <clears throat> stage right there and then two feet over is the chapel and that's where they do the weddings okay so whoever's on stage has to like cut their uh spiel short their show oh. i can't talk um <laughs> so they have to cut it short so that's Losing people. So they don't really have like a, they don't really 
have a good time to do it per se or, or they a good don't plan area. It, yeah, they don't yeah. plan it into the the schedule. Yeah, so they much. definitely should. I think they're able to extend and if they do that would be phenomenal because yeah. then they could have their own like this is the area for the weddings because it's right. literally in the middle of the fair. Yeah, and I mean, it's very every, inconvenient. Every square <laughs> inch of that area is used for something. There's there's no like free area left no. there. But it's still roomy. Like sure, it, sure. It, it still it makes it feel so big. Right. When you're there. And yeah, the cool yeah. thing about that fair, because I was asked to do one in Florida at the Sarasota Festival. And that you one. You were asked to do the one in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. The group that I played with yeah, first, yeah. the crack show, they flew me down and I stayed at their home for three months. Uh, three months. Oh, my gosh. For <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> and that would be way too long in November. I and can't take you yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it was very easy. But that one was significantly smaller yeah yeah and all of the booths were tense and only like maybe four stages sure whereas this one had like eight stages and the most of the booths are actual buildings built on that property so it's just the rent fair that's all that that land is used for but then again like the people staying and living on the site it's so much better for them so that they don't have to like pack everything under a tent, worry about the weather, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's a nice shelter. It's so nice. It's just, I, I like it. Yeah. It's a very smart move. What do you know? And your violinist, you know, whenever you, whenever you play, mm-hmm. um, what do you know? Like, I guess this is obviously a pretty busy time. Yes. What's it like, you know, throughout the rest of the year for you? I guess just to kind of get a, a handle on like what. Music wise. Yeah. Yeah. Slower, just because you're not expected to play every single weekend. Sure, sure. So in the wedding industry, people are always getting married, but they don't necessarily want to pay for your talent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Well, that's the same thing with with everything. everything. With any but, like, especially in the arts. Yeah, yeah. People, people don't, and I'm not blaming people for this, but it's really hard to have an appreciation for an art form unless you've put in the time and work to be good at it. You don't understand yeah. the amount of hours that go into it's a, it's almost like, have you ever heard somebody talk about, um, or give it an analogy of like, wait, that like you wrote that song for me that only took you an hour. Yeah. It's like, well, oh yeah, 20 years and one hour, you know, it took me 20 years to get this good at writing a song. Like, sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that that's whole also in thing. the photography business too. My friend just did a wedding. I actually helped him. I faked being a photographer and I did fairly well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he put so much time into editing because... Editing is the worst. <laughs> especially in pictures because like for the reception, people are moving around. Sure. You have to just take millions of pictures and there's so much editing that goes into that, whereas like fixing color, fixing lighting, saturation, blurring. And Can I add something in there real quick? And yeah. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but... What? Uh, what? <laughs> um, what? I noticed this with music, and I'm sure the same thing is true of photography. But uh, when I first started recording bands, mm-hmm. at first my... <laughs> Uh, the way I'd go about it is let's just do three takes the whole way through the song or three to five takes. And then I started realizing pretty quickly I'm spending just as much time listening to every take to find out which one has the best parts. Mm -hmm. And so I started moving towards, all right, I'll track you here and I'll stop you whenever something's messed up and then we can go back and do that. And it winds up saving Uh, time. Okay. So in the same way with photography, I would imagine as you get better, 
Uh, yeah, you get a rhythm. You get a rhythm and, and you focus in on like, I know that this shot was good, so I don't have to take 10. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, he definitely thinks that way. Mm -hmm. But after editing, putting hours sure. of work into this, he sent the finished product to the couple and they were like, hey, so we were looking at the pictures and we don't really notice a huge difference in them. And I mean, we don't think it's really worth the $100 that we paid you for this. And he was like, I normally charge $10 an hour in editing. And I spent like every waking moment on these. And I cut you a really good deal. Shut your fat, uh, your mouth. And your fat mouth. I was going to say your face and mouth at the same time. <laughs> but it came out bad. Fat mouth. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy. But oh, like... Unless you understand, it's you're oblivious to I think how much work goes yeah. into the arts. I do have a question, of, and I think this is a good, maybe it's a good tangent to go off on this because I don't you even can, know how I got onto that. That's fine because you're ta you're talking about like what you're doing in the, uh, the oh, off time, yeah. but I think it's a good tangent because this goes into like marketing yourself, and mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of people suggest, and this is also the way I run my business, but a lot of times I don't to give the breakdown of like how much each thing is yeah. cost sure. instead I just give them this is the price for everything so that that way you're kind of preventing people from going through and saying well he charged me Getting this much overwhelmed. On, yeah they charged yeah. me this much for this and I don't see the value in that it like looking at a doctor's like, bill when they charge you like $70 for exactly a shot <laughs> so sure. I, I'm just curious in that situation and maybe that was you know that's a lesson to learn for the future but did he tell them like, this is what I charge for editing and then they're they able to- They signed a contract that had gotcha. everything in it. So like they were just complaining at that point. I, I see. He was like, you already signed the contract. I got the money. I had whatever. There's no use in talking about this. And the pictures were so beautiful. Sure. And I deal with a lot of like, not really deal with them, but I know a lot of photographers and wedding planners just through the weddings I've done. So I understand- even though I don't normally do it, I understand what they do, what their process is and like how it works. So I guess, uh, so what you're getting into is, you know, people don't necessarily want to pay. So were you talking? Yeah. I just don't have as much work. So do you turn away a lot of projects or do you? I try not to. Do you negotiate a lot? I'm just Since wondering. I'm like kind of starting out, I try not to like be so nitpicky mm -hmm. just because I'm trying to get as much as I can but showing that like I'm doing a lot of work for this, please recommend me for other sure. things. But um, usually this time it's the Ren Fair for about two months. And then in March, like between February and March, it's uh, musical season. Right. So I play for a lot of high school mm. musicals, not so much college. I've done some community theater um pit stuff so I'll play violin for that and it's really it's really cool because like I do all the uh, Irish pub tunes and piratey stuff sure. this time of year then in the spring I play all musical theater like all this run violin mm -hmm. string heavy stuff and then in between I play all classical stuff so it's like a really good mix so, so these seasons are this season in March is kind of like the heaviest um, mm -hmm. What about the in between, you know, around there? Like, I guess how to how practicing, to, just yeah. lots of practicing. I've been, I'm still taking lessons sure. too, which may seem odd to some people. Like, the more I talk to people about it, the more they're like, "Why are you still taking lessons?" And I'm like, "There's so much to learn. <laughs> I don't sure. know enough." But yeah. I'm with the same teacher still since I started when I was like eight, and 
just like just practicing and learning and getting just a library of music to be able to play. I did do a recital of just uh, classical music that I have played in the past. I think I did that last year. So during that in-between time, during the summer, I just practiced my fingers off <laughs> yeah. for that recital. So you don't just, have any anymore. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm no longer what, a violinist. I'm a drummer because the, I have yeah. no fingers. <laughs> what What's the ultimate goal? Or like what's, you know, just what's... You know, do you have like an eye towards the future, just kind of the goal of, of what you want to do with it all? Honestly, not so much for violin. I would love to just keep playing. Yeah. I would love to play for an orchestra. Uh, that might be the next goal. Sure. Just getting music and knowledge in the orchestra field. But I actually want to get into voice acting and that's what I want to do for a living. <laughs> sure. Which is completely different than what we've been talking yeah, right. about this whole time. Hey, that's fine. We can segue into that. Um, the voice acting and well, what got you into, what got you into wanting to be a voice actor? Full Metal Alchemist, the scene really? where Edward Elric gets stabbed, saving his brother. And I felt his pain. That was like the first time I've ever heard. When was that? Oh like my what? gosh. Um, maybe when I was 10. Did I introduce you to the show or did Abby? You introduced me to Naruto and that's. What? The first show I ever watched. How did I introduce you to that? Because I hate that show. Well, no, you watched it a lot. Well, I did a long watch. Time ago. I did watch all of Naruto, and that's I when you first started watching it. <laughs> no, it was during but the Shippuden. It it's oh, you know. Well, okay, there is a story. There is a reason why I was watching it because we were all taking this class <laughs> called Japanese through anime. Oh, that's right. And his idea for so it was this guy on YouTube that. I think he, yeah, that I don't think he kind of exists anymore. He kind of oh. burned some bridges with people. Oh, really? Yeah, because he sold a new class and he oh. didn't follow through with like the content. Oh, gotcha. So that sucks. Yeah, but we got we got our money's worth for what we paid. <laughs> uh, but basically, he was a freelancer self starter, and he sure. had a very unique method for learning a foreign language, which was essentially immersion with things that you like and. He really enjoyed, yeah. he taught himself Japanese by watching anime. And what he would do is he would get the English transcript. And so he would huh. watch, uh, he, he would watch the episode with the subtitles so he could understand wow. um, what they were, yeah, yeah, what they were saying. And then he would just. He would just he would listen. Play the same episode he would listen again or watch listen. it again without any subtitles. And so he could hear. So he would know the context. Sure. He would know the context and and um, just be absorbing like what he heard. Right. And it and, was accurate too. Like. And, and through that, <laughs> yeah. So that was good. So then he also got. He's a really smart guy. The way he went about. It. He also got like That's the genius. He got mm -hmm. the Japanese transcripts that he did like a keyword search on. What are the most popular? Yeah. What are the? I think it was hundred. Probably. 200 most commonly used words and he taught himself those words. And so then he knew he had a, he had a basis of like, okay, I know what these words mean. And, and sure. so I could pick out some things. And through that slow immersion, he totally absorbed and started understanding. I kind of, I kind of just like a kid would, I guess. Yeah. 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 Learning, learning the language. And he became fluent doing, doing it that way. With him, if you want to do think, it bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> if you have a love the, for it. The cool thing about it, though, is that, like, I mean, I like Japanese anime anyways. Mm -hmm. And so I watch a lot of it. So it's very, 
uh, enticing to be like, oh, I can also learn a foreign language while I'm watching stuff that I like yeah. to anyway. Wait a minute. And he also, I think he did say like, start watching a show you're not super into. Yeah. So that you don't just like binge watch all of them to get the story. So, because mm. you would have to listen through it once, read the subtitles, and then listen again, just listening sure. to the Japanese. But anyways, so that that's could have why, been why. That's why I watched Naruto because that's yeah. what he based the whole class off of. Yeah, and you recommended me watching it too. Uh, and and then I was this like, is oh, what this is led cool. you on on your, you know, your your thought to want to be a voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway through the season, I realized that there's something called English dub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's just like. American actors sure. putting their voices to it in our language that we understand. Right. So then I started listening and I was like, oh, this is this is really cool. Like right. I really like acting, but most of the time if you're cast for something, it's more for the look. You have to look the part and then the acting comes second. Like sure. recently. That's more so how you're it talking seems. About you're saying I have a future in like- this. I don't even have to be I don't even have to look the part. Mm-hmm. I can just I can you just, just have to sound the part voice. and be I able just- to Oh yeah, I see that way. So I got yeah, a chance. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, did you recommend Full Metal Alchemist to me? Probably. I know. I think Abby likes that too. That's one of no. my favorite shows. Oh, okay. Death Note. She's never seen Full Metal Alchemist. Oh well, then I definitely recommended it because it is one of the best shows. Yeah. Best animes. And but then it's I the started... one that kind of set you on your. You yes, know. Vic Mignogna. He actually grew up in Greensburg. I found out here. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's from here. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's Does been. Does that help in a way? I mean, you see someone who's from Greensburg and you say, you know, I mean. Kind so, of, it's a small something seems so garbagey vast. town <laughs> well, still, it, it's, or city. Something seems so vast and something seems so huge. Like, you know, but then you break it down and you see that someone's from Greensburg, which is, if anyone doesn't know, right outside, you know, it's in Westmoreland County, right mm-hmm. outside Pittsburgh right. for anyone who's not aware. Just small. Yeah, just small. a small town, a small community. Um, does that kind of give you hope a little bit? You're like, oh, it's from Greensburg. Yeah, because yeah. it's very confusing to figure out how to get into that field. Like, I'm still trying to learn as much as I can about it because nobody really, like a lot of people talk about it, but I haven't met enough people that can really guide me in the right direction. So I just have to listen to as many like panels of voice actors or interviews from them and kind of like compile all the similar things that they say and like, oh, this is this is true. This is accurate. I should steer toward this. Yeah. But it's just very difficult for me to find information sure. or where to go to start that path. But I'm trying (laughs) i'm trying is that the goal i mean that's the same thing i mean you talk about somebody learning japanese on their own Mm -hmm. but the same you know i mean you're not only that but you're out seeking information and seeking like ways to find you know ways to get into it and and kind of having a vetting process by yourself of like no that's not good or that's good information i mean Mm -hmm. you know like it's not like you're actually actively going about i mean just can you speak just to that process of I want to get here and I need to find a way to get in here and I'm going to try and make whatever, you know, I'm going to try and do this at any means necessary. I mean, I had that thought ever since like I started watching anime and I like, that was how many, nine years ago. And like, that's a good sign. I mean, I still love like, (laughs) still kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah. I love it enough that after nine years, I still really wanted to do it. 
So now I'm pushing harder since I'm out of school for two years and have no desire to go to college. That might change later. Yeah. But um, then I can focus a lot more on that. But I haven't gotten to the point yet where I really have a drive to do it. And I think once I get that information, like that gold nugget that I need to do like, oh, this is exactly what I need to do. Then I will just gun it sure. and go for it. But I... I mean, voice acting doesn't just like, it's not just for anime. That's any commercial you see on TV where you don't see the person, you just hear the voice. Anything on radios or even in music sometimes if there's like talking in it. Um, what else? Would you be okay with that? Like, do it, like I know the, the goal would be anime, no, but anything. would you be okay? I mean, that's Video the same. Video games, yeah. audio books, I, just anything that I can do to meet people and just love what I do. Because I think I, if I can draw a correlation to journalism, um, you know, people might watch ESPN. They might love the Pirates or the Penguins or the Steelers or, mm-hmm. well, not everybody loves the Pirates, but the Penguins, you know. <laughs> okay. But they, but say you love, you know, like the Penguins or the Steelers and they say, oh, man, I really want to do, uh, I really want to cover the Penguins and the Steelers. But like, ah, no, sorry, you got to cover high school stuff. You got to cover school board stuff. Oh, right. you, yeah. Know, yeah, you know, like yeah, some the of the, stuff yeah, get to would, that point. yeah, would you be okay? You know, I mean, I'm not saying, but like just, you know, would that, you know, having to go through just the grind of it sometimes, you Absolutely. know, yeah. like to do a no Crest problem. commercial or something. <laughs> you know? I would have no problem doing that because there's so many different projects, just so many different things. And even just with anime, so many different characters, styles, show themes. I feel like if I just limited myself to the anime route, I it would take me years sure. to get to that point, but I will learn so much going through so many other people, yeah. like getting Part of the high problem for in that things. world of like doing, doing the animes is that there's so few people that do everything. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's, it's the same voice actors <clears throat> that are doing everything. Pretty much. Yeah. Or it seems that way. And I mean, I might like something else more. Yeah. I might like doing maybe video games or uh, commercials or audiobooks better than actually just doing anime that I have grown to love over the years. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Sure. Just as long as I can do it, I would just, it would blow my mind. (laughs) That's similar to the Ren Fair where, um, and I'm I'm going somewhere with it, but similar to the Ren Fair where um, you had, you know, you didn't know what to expect and Mm -hmm. you're just like, ah. Why not? Let's give it a shot. And then it turned into like three years of like, wow, this is awesome. I went to Florida. Yeah. Um, everybody asked me about, you know, like you didn't really know what to expect. And then it just turned into this great opportunity. Absolutely. Where, you know, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, what has that been like towards what could be like in the future for you? I mean, if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have realized how in love I am sure. with playing that kind of music with those people. Like everybody is like a family. So I just mm-hmm. hope I can play every year in any way. That's like I have sure. the same mindset with that too. Like as long as I get to play with these people and see my friends that I only see once a year for sure. a short period of time, I will have a blast. Yeah. And meet new people. Yeah. Is it about kind of taking advantage of of that opportunity and just doing you know, I mean, yeah, you you know, you you did some research and did some homework at the mm-hmm. same time, but you know, is is that you know, I mean, you, you were like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. Like you didn't, it's not like you turned your nose up at it. It's not like you were like, oh, well this isn't a wedding or this, you know, you didn't have a set of parameters yeah. on it. <laughs> um, and you were just like, ah, 
yeah, sure. That looks kind of fun. Like, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you only get so many of those opportunities. So I was like, if I'm asked now, I don't know if I ever will again. True. That was like the last thought I had. And then I was like, well, I mean, if I don't, I'll be thinking about it for a long time and then see videos sure. of maybe another violinist playing for this group and being like, oh, I could have done that. I think that's the thing. Like, I think I can do it. So I work really hard to do that. And then mm -hmm. it blows their mind whenever I play sure. with them. They're like, we can do so many things. Right, right. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I just like to do lots of lots of different things in certain fields. And I mean, that goes with music. I've played many different instruments. Not before I played violin, but like violin is what I stuck to. What caught you into violin? Uh, uh, it was well, either cello or violin. My mom told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're playing one or the other or you're out of the family. Yeah, no. pretty much. Oh my gosh. I mean, we all played <laughs> piano because right. my mom's a piano teacher. Ben said that's how he learned. Yeah. Yep. When we were like we all three. Way. Yeah, I think I it. think that. How far did you make it in how far Suzuki did you piano? How many books are there? Seven. Did it? I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. I, know. I don't remember. Seven. I. Mm. Mom's only had two students that have got gotten to book seven. It's very complicated. It's like the best Beethoven and Bach. One and was Mo you, Mozart. Yeah. <laughs> I only made it. He pulled his eyes. <laughs> I made it to book three, maybe the beginning of book four. That's yeah. That could have been dope. where I kind of stopped because then I know I was I know going Esther, into other. Yeah, Esther made it the farthest out of all of us. Esther made it the farthest out of us. Well, I heard, you, play, as, I heard yeah. you playing keyboard in there before we went on. It was incredible. <laughs> I felt like I was like, I thought it was great. <laughs> well, thanks. I, I, was as the to youngest like, sister I hope, I hope that Walker her, thinks so too. Wink, wink. And meanwhile, he's like, what? Oh, boy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Screw You hear the harmonies too, Walker. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I, I mean, yeah. well, part of it is like that technique that you learn from, um, from, from playing piano. Like it, it, that doesn't leave you whenever you spend so sure. much time practicing scales. And then mm -hmm. you can take that knowledge and apply it to other instruments. It's oh, really it's interesting. Yeah, totally. And the more, I, I'm kind of curious, like how piano helped your violin and reading that way. For oh. sure. Oh. Reading. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, well, okay. So I played piano and the best song I can play is Rhapsody in Blue. I love that song. It's a very fun song, but I can only remember the beginning of it. I can play the theme, The Charge. Da -na 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 on <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, that's, the start. that's about all I got. But go on. I'm <laughs> that's sorry. That's okay. And, um, and starting violin, it's all in treble clef. Okay, so yeah. I got my right hand down. Yeah. So playing that, I was better at my right hand. Then whenever I was in high school, I switched... Well, in middle school, I played trumpet. Then I switched to bassoon, and that's bass clef. So then playing the piano and reading those, I could translate it to the bassoon right. and then practice that way. Yeah. So even whenever I come up with, like, tricky violin parts, I'll put it on the piano and hear the pitches first before sure. I jump on the violin. So I still play, but not really piano pieces. Yeah. It's more to help my violining. Sure. Violining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, is, is that all that you play? Violin, piano, bassoon, trumpet? That's crazy enough, but that's... Um, <laughs> sure. Because mom is a band teacher, I had sure. access to a lot of instruments. Right. So I would mess around. I that's can play incredible. a scale on a lot, but um, I tried flute, clarinet, saxophone, oboe, bassoon. I was a jazz drummer for our jazz band. Um... 
because they needed it. And <laughs> they she's did. Just like, and they're just, and she's like, sure, get the bassoonist on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> you're like playing uh, jazz. You're like playing drums and you have the bassoon. Well, yeah. I think, th- I think that goes to like, you know, people can look at you and say like, oh, you're just so talented. And, and th- there's an element of truth to that. But I think it also goes back to, you spend so much time learning so many different instruments mm-hmm. and, th- and that definitely helps you pick up. Sure. I guess just it's a lot easier to pick up drums because then you understand, oh, it's rhythm. I understand mm-hmm. rhythm. Yeah. Whereas somebody else just might be like, oh, this is so hard. Like, I'm just not talented. And maybe it's just you haven't put in the time to work at it. Yeah. Sure. And with that, that it simple. helped tremendously that we were all homeschooled. Oh, we yeah. Had, that's a big, that's <laughs> a big thing, Did I drop too. the bomb on that? Does people Do people know that you were homeschooled? Probably, I think I mentioned it. I mean, I don't talk about if it like ninety percent of the time. I just blew your mind, but um, that's right after the introduction. Hello, yeah. my name yeah. is Ben. I was a homeschooler yeah. and a scientist, and we Welcome definitely appreciate and we appreciated the arts a lot. In our that's yeah. we had so much time because right. we would start school at like nine o'clock in the morning, be done by noon, and have all day. Sure, I don't want to do go on a rant about high school too much, but like. Part, part of Uh-oh. how it's like here we go i think part of it being set up where it's an eight hour a day thing is to so like stupid it, it is so stupid it is stupid but like at the same time like you need like it's kind of like a babysitting place for your kids while parents are True. at work sure and it, i guess sense. it makes sense from that standpoint but like you're wasting so much time like we could go through we could go through all of our curric- curriculum mm-hmm. quote unquote <laughs> maximum amount of time it took me was four hours to do like yeah all the work necessary. And then you've got like four hours of like study hall essentially to do That's whatever the thing, you want. All the work necessary. Yeah. Because there's so much unnecessary garbage in public schooling. Yeah. Or Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I'm getting heated on that. Oh, no, no. I mean, it is, it is just a huge waste of time. And I mean, the fact that, well, there's some people that like I know struggle with things and maybe mm-hmm. they need extra time, but and that's for the people thing, that are gifted, so many people you in know, you could have class. Them, could have them go so much farther if yeah. they wanted to. Anyways, so benefits yeah. of homeschooling. But yeah, it helped all of us to really focus on what we were good at, which was music. Yeah. And I think that's kind of why we excelled over other people who still were good yeah. our age, but couldn't put in the time because they didn't have any time sure. because like their childhood was in school, basically. I mean, Ben said how much he practiced bass. And, you know, essentially like locked yourself in the room and, and maybe not that bad, but like, yeah. you know, but you played bass and, and played, you know, and your goal was to be as good as Flea. Right. And that's, you know, <laughs> and, but I still think that's, you know, and, and then not only that, like I hear you rattle off all these instruments and like, you know, I, it's, it's incredible that, but I, but there is, you know, but there's something for all of them. And like mm-hmm. you said, um, you know, you can use the piano to teach, you know, Help or, or, any, skills, yeah. Yeah. Um, or, and, and I think that's great, especially in a field like that, mm-hmm. you know, right. and it comes in yeah. handy. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, talked about music, talked about anime, <laughs> talked about anime. Uh, you're also an me. artist. Yeah. What? I mean, we've all, Self-taught. we've all done mm-hmm. art. I think, well, you, I did a lot of art yeah. when I was a kid. You were really good. He could Aww. draw a really good Sonic. Well, I love Sonic the Hedgehog comics that Archie <laughs> Comics made. That was, sure, a, sure. That was a um, side thing that they did. I th- think they still make them. And so for, well, f- I would read the comic. I would enjoy that. But then I would just mimic all the drawings. In right, there, right. And I would just mm-hmm. practice doing that. And so I guess I was more of like a pencil and pen 
type of artist. I would yeah. do a lot of sketches like that. Sure. Uh, markers. The I did I did a lot of work with pastels. Some, Those are tricky. Some markers. Um, never was a huge fan of watercolor. It's very tricky. Oh, I yeah. love watercolor. It's watercolor. cool, but it's <laughs> watercolor. It's tricky though, and I hated how like the well maybe I just wasn't using the right type of paper, but it would make the paper just get warped. really yeah. warped. You have to um, have a heavy duty. But anyways, like I haven't done too much art. I haven't done art really in a long time, but it's because I'm spending so much time with music. But you asked my wife, she'd say I'm a terrible drawer. <laughs> I'd like mess up a stick figure. Oh no. That's just, yeah. But, that's... but yeah, I'm an artist. I um like Ben. Yeah. Uh pen and paper was uh and pencil was the easiest access I had. <laughs> so right. I'd just do that and then I would I like to redraw a lot of the same stuff sure. to try and get better at it or look at things and try to mimic it. Um not so good at real life or still life. I would draw anime. That's yeah. what I like to do. I never figured and, out how to draw faces. In anime? Well, I never really tried too much with anime because that really wasn't ex as accessible when I was a kid. Yeah. There wasn't so much That's of that. True. Now it's like all over the place. Mm -hmm. That is also true. Uh, but, what's yeah. the importance of the arts in general? I mean, you see so many places where... Um, that's the first thing that's cut is, is something like music yeah. is an outlet for somebody or something like arts or, or something, you know, I mean, some of these things, uh, someone might not be as good. And, and, and I think there is a place for, you know, just regular schooling. I think there's a place for, uh, you know, like the, the vocations and, and the technical side in terms of like, you know, auto mechanic, cause I think that's an outlet too. Um, but I think the arts are every bit as just as, as, you know, just being a drummer, myself and, and loving music and mm -hmm. um yeah just what's the importance of the arts and music and art and, and and that sort of thing i think the most scientific thing i can say is because you were a scientist right um i think that there's not too many things like music or playing an instrument where you are you're taking like a technical skill or a um, you're taking like a written down thing or a thing that you hear. Sure. You have to translate that through your brain, through your nervous system into your motor system and mm -hmm. reproduce that. Sure. And I think that's immensely valuable for a variety of reasons, but that really helps to train your brain how to process information and then use it in a coordinated way. And yeah, you can you can take that. It probably helps a variety of different skills, whether it's uh, you're being taught mechanical engineering or being able to operate different type. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I know I know you're snoring, but I'm just trying to make I'm trying to make, make the, a point. Uh, you're good. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to make the the case for why it would be important for somebody that doesn't even want to play an instrument. Yeah, because I think that there is that. Well, I think not just that. I mean, maybe that person who doesn't like an instrument, he still likes song, you know, mm -hmm. he's, and he still, you know, might go to concerts or love the song, but like that person that's on stage or that person that's, you know, selling out hundred thousand people festivals, like they might not be interested in it, but they're interested in the music. And that music yeah. started in a band room with somebody, you know, who might know seven instruments and was playing, you know, playing the violin and the clarinet and the oboe. And like, that's the basis. <laughs> Are you trying yeah. to make a point? No, just kidding. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. But still that, you know, that person who's up there shredding on guitar, mm -hmm. you know, knows all these other instruments and knows piano too. And that started 
maybe in a living room or in a band room or, you know, and, and like, yeah, it's really cool and glamorous to be on stage at a rock concert or, or but it didn't start there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like that person didn't start. I, I think mean, it gives you, I think it gives you a lot more opportunities too. It just opens your mind as far as, um, just with having that experience playing. Sure. Whether you want to play an instrument or not, it, it just helps unlock another part of your brain and helps in that sense. I'm trying to think in the musical sense too, like, um, how things have changed and I don't know how things were different during the Renaissance. And like, we have all these musical geniuses come out of that, like Bach, Beethoven. Yeah. Right. Classical, like masterminds. So we're still listening to, they were still listening to today. And it's hard to think of anybody modern that will still be listening to in that amount of time. And yeah, yeah true. And I want, I wonder why that is. I but can wonder, you think of like, you know, artists that stand the test of time, like an Elvis or like a, you know. But will like, they stand that amount of test of time? Maybe not, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's to be, but. I mean, we still talk about them. We talk about them. That's, I mean, it's a whole different thing. Like. I mean, those are going back, year, you know, centuries. We're, we're adding in, we're sure. adding into that as well. Like Elvis was a personality. He wasn't just the music. Like, sure. People like Beethoven and what about like Sinatra and the Rat Pack and, you know, that sort of thing, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, now, granted, you know, that was 70 years and not the Renaissance era. But, yeah, I think that's the closest comparison that we have right now. Yeah. I think it comes comparison. a lot with history, too, with what was happening at that time. I think most like renaissance kind of music or more specifically, maybe Irish. I don't know if this is accurate. It came from like frustrated people who wanted to like sing songs about why this sure. dude ticked them off oh, and Bob then it Dylan. became <laughs> yeah i mean you know i mean look yeah. At but Bob yeah, Dylan. It, yeah yeah there's a lot of just the beatles history well i, I do want to make another point with not not that there isn't anything i could get myself in trouble with this but uh -oh. i'm trying to make a point not that there's anything like invalid about bob dylan but i think object <laughs> i think objectively like Bob Dylan is nowhere near as good of a musician as a Beethoven oh, or a no. Mozart. His words were, yeah, well, I guess they didn't have words in there, but yeah. It was more like the emotion he was conveying. Sure, totally. Uh, it's completely different styles too. It, well, yeah. It's yeah I mean, we're comparing Bob Dylan to Beethoven. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's kinda <laughs> it's, com it's completely <laughs> I mean, different. I mean, I don't but, really okay, like Beethoven okay, that much. Okay, okay, hold on. Uh, Bear with me here. Let me get, let me get to my point. Okay. So I'm just wondering with the lack of focus on the arts. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. if things were different before where maybe everybody had much more training in the arts or much more, much more were taught like this is good objective art here. Yeah, and, yeah. and now more, I, th I think it's more the case nowadays where it, people are just kind of left to their own devices as far as like, just like whatever you, you want to like. And, oh, that is for sure the mindset. And the difference with that being is um, you could still have forms of art that evoke a response from you because that's essentially what art is. It's sure. it's some it's some type of medium that evokes an emotional response. Mm -hmm. But because it's not being vetted through uh, a certain process, or you're not teaching students a basic like knowledge of this is what music is, this is how to use it. Mm -hmm. Sure. This is what art is. This is how to draw or do these things because basically everybody's ignorant. Yeah, they're much yeah. more impressed with oh, this things is that, great. That things are not that are not that great. Totally. And I wonder if it like just causes art. like 
it's almost like a um, <laughs> an art IQ just kind of in your whole population gets lowered. And yeah. so before people like <laughs> get too angry with what I'm saying, oh boy. all I want to kidding. say with that is that maybe we're not pushing each other. Maybe the artists that we're producing in that kind of a culture aren't, they're not being influenced and inspired as much as maybe they were in past times to do something even greater. I can see that for sure. Because that's all that art is. That's all that I do as a musician. Like I'm influenced by everything that I've ever heard and listened to. Sure. That comes out in my art. So if you have a whole bunch of art that modern pop, uh, as much as I like a lot of modern <laughs> pop, like I think a lot of it um, is musically so bland and kind of boring. There's not a lot happening. Sure. They, they use a lot of different techniques. Uh, At least to, musically, yeah. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the musicality maybe isn't necessarily there. So there's not as much to... Um, I, I think maybe the best example I could think of is modern hip hop. Like there's, there's, yeah, it's, it's all mi- tone. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's For basically it the is. rhythm. It's the rhythms of the lyric yeah, and age and a droning and the rhythms. And there's not really even like You're a right. chord progression. Mm-mm. And if there is, it's a sub baseline that's happening. And so if that's all that kids are listening Basic. to, how are they going to create any music that's, Building off of that, it's, it's all, all going to be kind of yeah. It's all going to kind of be the same, and definitely. And maybe that's cool to like progress in in those ways. But you know, are you missing all the musicality of like the classic music that we learned and and grew up with? And yeah, and like I even amaze myself sometimes whenever I'm working and writing on music and. I realize I'm pulling from like the stuff that I learned playing classical piano. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, you. how do I even know how to like write <laughs> stuff that goes with this? And it's because of all those years of training. Mm-hmm. It helps so much. And that was a really long tangent, but. Well, and with that, like piano or anything from our past helping us. Yeah. I recently lost all my wedding music and I had a wedding in four days. Oh. So I had to rewrite all of these songs and that's where my piano skills came in so easily and my really good ear from like playing violin and all these other instruments. So I would listen to the song and then just write down the melody and it was so quick and I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing it. It's, it wasn't. You can just like go to Google. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Cause if I would have bought all those songs, it would have been a lot of money, but like, cause I had access to the piano and I'd learned all those years ago how to play and knew I could translate it over. It really came in handy. Yeah. There was a panic minute, like minute. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. So. You said orchestra is probably, probably next. I'm sorry. I <laughs> that's just, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, so that's probably the next step for you. At least you want, you would want to maybe get into an orchestra or something to yeah. that effect. Yeah. I think so. Cause then I would have. Um, like the fall for Ren Fair, the spring for musicals, then the summer for classical music. <laughs> I don't know if I would really want a solo. I could, but not that I get nervous. I usually get nervous after I play, but I don't know if I would want the spotlight for that, which is funny because like I have the spotlight for the Ren Fair and Wasn't that a little different because you're almost kind of <laughs> quote unquote, like playing a character, 
Like, yeah, you're in the in spotlight, but you're playing a character. Yeah, I think there's a lot more pressure <clears throat> in my mind for classical music, though, because I don't just play it how I how I really think it should play. I <clears throat> try to look at, and my teacher taught me this too, read everything that the composer wrote, like all of the word cues, like uh, yeah, to sure. play flowery like this. So I really want to honor the exact style that it was written, like the purpose that it was written for and like yeah. bring that across. And that is so, that can be very tricky because so many people play it so many different ways sure. and they've been dead for so long. We right. don't really know <laughs> exactly how it should be played. That is an interesting thing about classical. And mm -hmm. I do think that that goes back to like why everybody in our family is so talented or so skilled at what we do is uh -huh. that in classical, there is this, there is an objective, objective or subjective? I believe objective. Objective, like well, I don't know where you're going next, but I yeah, think I was it's like objective. finish the sentence first. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there's like an objectively right way to play the song. Objective, oh, yeah. There's a there is a right and a wrong way. There, yeah, and yeah, absolutely no, that, right. that you can like be judged on, like you didn't you didn't do that right. Whereas like in mm -hmm. other forms of music, it's not subjective. You're right. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. It, it it it's not like that. Like people <laughs> people aren't going to if you play a cover of a rock song. People either like it or they don't. It's not necessarily like you played that wrong. Yeah. Sure. I either like it or I don't. Whereas in classical, you're being judged on like, did you, did you uh, reproduce this the way that Mozart intended it to be written? Because it's so specific written. and yeah. there's so many things to it. Yeah. That they, like it has a story. Sure. All classical music had like a meaning behind it. And if you don't bring that and pull that off, People are like, what are you playing? Right. <laughs> At least people that are very familiar in that field. It's um, a very unique form of music in that sense. <laughs> why, uh, why the violin over, you play a gazillion, you play every instrument in the world. Why, why do you stick with the violin and say, I want to focus and, and hone uh, everything on the violin? A few reasons. Okay. One, my mom told me to. <laughs> <laughs> Two, I really liked the violin sound okay. and like the pieces that were created for the violin. Sure. Uh, three, you could get hired for a lot of different things for right. a violinist. People are always looking for violin. And if you're a really good violinist, then you for sure will get work. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I just really liked playing it. I think because my grandfather really loved the sound of violin too. Wow. Sure. And that's why I think mom really wanted me to play one of those so that I could play for Pap App. Sure. And oh, I, I didn't did. Know that. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's cool. And that's um, one of the reasons, because he played mandolin. Yeah. And I wasn't, not that I wasn't super into it, but like I kind of couldn't. Right. For some reason. It's hard I just to play mandolin. My... The strings are so, there's so much tension. Yeah. And with violin, you're not supposed to push so hard on that. So it was like training your mind the opposite of what you've learned for so long. I have a, I have a quick question. So, so uh -oh. somebody that wants to learn violin. Oh, um, no. I've picked up your violin and tried to play, and it is <laughs> when so, oh when you're not home last week. Great, <laughs> probably. And the time you weren't home last week. <laughs> it's it's similar to playing like upright bass, and that there's no frets. Yeah. And part family right. Part of part of learning an instrument like that is training your ear and knowing like when you're in tune or not. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I guess my question is, how do you know if like violins for you, or you're just or you're just not getting it because it drives me crazy. There was this one person. Here's a story. <laughs> Is that from Esther's? Esther's yeah, well, yeah. we went to go see <laughs> Esther's recital for graduation at IUP, and they all for would the play a song. For the musicians. For the musicians, they would play a song for their graduation. Or sing. 
In Esther's case. Yeah, she sang. Um, but there was a violinist that graduated and technically she was amazing. Probably shouldn't graduate. No. <laughs> but the whole the whole time I was listening, I felt so uncomfortable and I was like, why do I feel so terrible? And it was because her her intonation pitch was so bad. Her pitch was really bad, essentially. Huh. Yeah, and yeah. to me, like there's nothing worse than hearing like a super pitchy non-fretted instrument. So mm-hmm. How how do I know if like I'm trying to pick up violin? Like if, am I just struggling through like what every violinist does, or do I just really not have the ear for this? I, that's a any... tough question. I really okay. don't know because I I hate you obviously teaching. have the ear for it. Yeah, I hate teaching, but I do have a student, and like that's kind of training or making me realize how quick I picked up on it, and it did help too that I've never played the guitar or bass. At that point, or any fretted instrument, yeah. So a stringed instrument. So I didn't know, like, whenever who was it from your old band, maybe Lee, that tried to play my violin. He's like, "There's no frets. How do you know oh. what you're playing?" <laughs> yeah. But when you first start out, or at least there's, with, no, there's not even any markers. When you're I right. first started playing, because yeah. on, f- on fretless okay. bases, or I'm sorry, on <laughs> fretless <okay>. bases, <laughs> like there's at least a marker so you can see where the fret should be. When you first start out, you okay. put tapes. Okay. Where oh, yeah. the yeah first position there's I think nine positions, but you put first position which is all four fingers, yeah. uh, pointer, middle, ring finger, and pinky, and then you just play different uh, it's rhythms. So small. And How's there nine? For, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, it's like that, and then half. Yeah. Positions and then half, half, essentially half. are going. Uh, I think it's the same thing as on bass. So first position is your index finger is on the first fret. Second position, your first finger is on the second fret. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? No. Okay. No. Never mind. Oh, well, no. Yeah, it is. But you don't learn it that way. You okay. learn first and then third. Okay. And then fifth, second, fourth, sixth. Okay. Which is confusing. Are, or at least that's how steps. I did. Wouldn't that be right? First and third. Yeah. Whole steps. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I'm trying to think because first in first position, when you switch to third, where your pinky is. That's where your first finger is. Oh, okay. And then you learn that so huh. that it's I've like. I've learned so much. Listeners, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so difficult. I I don't know. That's a really tough question. When did you, when did you start getting the pitch down? Because I remember you always being pretty good at that. Is my teacher, Mr. Bevan. He has phenomenal pitch mm. and he would just kind of drill into me. Like when we would do um, warm ups or practicing certain things he'd be like fix that pitch match with me yeah. so it was like a matching game i uh, guess that's how it helped the most because he'd be like match my pitch and i would and the, then he'd oh, I'm sorry. be happy what's the importance of and bear with me like okay. what's the importance of, of practicing and and what i mean by that is like you said you still do and you still take mm-hmm. lessons like not practicing but like practicing as in taking lessons like yeah, you could yeah. obviously reach a point where you could be like oh i don't need this anymore but like here you are you're still really good still doing all the you know like yeah what's the important for anybody out there who might be playing guitar bass drums anything like that um to still take lessons and to still grow and to still kind of expand your mind and to continue to you know to do something like that yeah i think it depends on the instrument and to what point you want to get to sure. like what your goal is kind of but uh for me my teacher is so phenomenal like he's not just technically and musically there. He knows the history and the science and the physics behind everything with that instrument. He had a violin made in his specific like 
not just perform uh, uh, proportions, but like he wanted a certain tone. So hmm. you'd have to whittle the bridge like a millimeter and then it would have a completely different sound. Like he just knows so much. Hmm. So when we're practicing and I'm for a lesson, he'll be like, look up the time period yeah, and see all the other composers that were releasing music around that time or like what the influence were for that uh, person creating hmm. this music and look at the word cues and kind of like put yourself in their shoes. So I would kind of get a history lesson then like a science kind of lesson, a woodmaking lesson. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think there's ever a point to not take lessons because sure. with a stringed instrument, there's just so much and it's yeah. so, there's so much coordination that goes involved Yeah. because almost every part of your body is doing something except for your legs. Yeah. Like your fingers are doing something on both hands. Both arms are doing something different. You're at a weird angle holding yeah. it, especially whenever you start because it's not natural. <laughs> And then your mind is thinking of everything technically and reading what's on the page. Like I have a really hard time memorizing music sure. because there's so much to think about. I just kind of stare at the music and then I can play. That's interesting. But you and mom are like that. We Yeah, we can't. Which well, is, piano, I can memorize easily. Yeah. But with violin, I have such a hard time. I'm not the best reader. I can read bass clef just for bass, but... Like I prefer I'm really, reading over. I'm way better at like hearing chord progressions and memorizing and doing doing things that way. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's yeah, just I've whatever. Seen it. It's incredible. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I have. I, I've seen. Like I, I, we were playing. We were playing with Frank the one time. Yeah. And, it, and like, whatever it was, you guys. I was, you know, I was sitting behind the kit, and you guys were playing something, and like, you just like kind of stopped, and you were like, "Oh wait, no, what's that?" And whatever it was, like, and then he was playing. And I was like, "Oh yeah, there it is." I mean, it was just something mm. that. It sounded really minuscule, but you pay, I'm sorry, go on. No, yeah. that's okay. I think it's just whatever you train yourself to be better at. And yeah. I can what remember. What you do the most. Yeah, I can remember back field. when I first started playing bass at church. Um, the the I think it was the first Sunday that I played. I was so frustrated uh -oh. because the leader would only give hand signals where yeah. we're going. Oh. And I kept missing the hand signals. And I was so frustrated that I just kept messing up. I would miss the parts. And I'm like, that's it. I'm never... <laughs> I'm never, I'm never using music again and I'm going to, yeah, where it started was I would learn all the songs. I'd have them send me the songs before Sunday so I could memorize the chord progressions mm -hmm. because I didn't want to have to. That's the best way. Yeah. And from doing that, I just started training my ear to the point where like after, after doing that for so long, it's not like a mystery. Like there's only a few chord progressions that, yeah, yeah. that show up in popular music because they sound mm -hmm. good. You're right. And so it's easy to just kind of figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Sure. And I have a tough time with that, but the Ren Fair has helped tremendously because it has to all be memorized. Yeah. So oh. they'll send me the songs or clips of them recording it Yeah. and I'll memorize it that way, but I'm not great at improv. I can fake it oh, yeah. <laughs> decently well, Yeah. but um, because the songs are so simple and so easy to play, uh, and like straightforward. Um, so you know where it's going. I will memorize exactly what I want to do for that song and then play it that way every time. But I can't read the music first to learn the song because then that's like a crutch. I have to read the music yeah. at that point on. So that's helped a lot for yeah. improv and just memorizing to do the Ren Fair. But that's a great way yeah. to learn improv, by the way, because I played mm -hmm. a jazz band in college and the best way to start going about it is like right write a solo 
Yeah. Yeah. And then like from there, just start Tweaking making it. variations of that. And mm-hmm. before you know it, all of a sudden, um, you're kind of, you want to train your, I guess you're playing to the point where your mind thinks of something and then you just play that. Yeah. And you can connect. Exactly. You can connect like what you're feeling and thinking in your head with what your fingers are doing. Yeah. And if you think of that might sound hard, but we do it with our voices all the time. Yeah. It's because just we use our voices easier. all the time. Like we can, tr- we can instantly think of a note to sing and sing it. And yeah. we might be a little flat or sharp, but we, we know how to do that with an instrument. It's a little bit harder because there's arms and legs in the there's way more that you have to, that's involved. to learn. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess before we go, we talked about art a little bit. Did you have anything that you wanted to do with art in the future? Oh, I design tattoos for people. What? <laughs> yeah. Did you not know this? No, I didn't know that. I oh. know that you've been doing those cool like swirl art things. And that Ooh, my I love that. I did your um, studio monitors. Yeah, it's a really and cool. You actually, and you actually won. <laughs> oh, no. Listen to I this. This the... is really cool because yeah. um, you won. Um, PreSonus was doing this thing because my monitors are made by PreSonus. Oh, yeah. And yeah, because which... I'm a winner. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and... They did this cool thing where um, they did an art competition where if you had those studio monitors, do any type of art with it and submit your photos and then you can win something. And Mm -hmm. she won the first month because I had the studio monitors, but instead of me doing doing the art and I had seen you were doing these... uh, well, describe what um, the art is. I think they're called fluid art. So what you do is Maybe you we'll thin... we'll post some pictures of it later. Yeah, you thin the paint to a point so it's not quite what kind like of paint? any kind. I use acrylics. Okay. It's just the easiest because they're not that expensive. I'm trying to find some pictures to show you. Um, and our and our viewers. Well, yeah. she's, she's seen my monitors, so. Yeah. She, and she's seen my monitors. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait a minute. But yeah, you just thin the paint. Man had and a then... sex change since the last podcast. True. Since <laughs> the last couple of minutes, actually. <laughs> but you thin the paints, you put um, some silicone and that separates it a little bit and creates the cells and the bubbles in the paint. And then you pour them all into one cup, flip it over a canvas, lift it up, and then just tilt the canvas a little bit. It's super cool. The, it's so easy. I would describe so the fun. way that it looks as... It's the galaxy. Ab- it's abstract art and like the swirls of Jupiter. That's oh, what it reminds yeah. me of. Like, yeah. that, that type like of in the thing. stormy part? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is, I'm showing Dan here, a picture that I drew of Wally. Oh, yeah, that's Wally. How about that? <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to post yeah. some stuff of that later. Oh, I remember that one. That one's awesome. What got um, you into that? You said you said the oh by, part, the, by the way, let me finish my story yeah, real sure. quick. She won the first um, the first month of that competition with Presonus. Oh, I was it? like, Lydia, you won, and I got something for it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah that's just how good I won, she is. but you took yeah. the prize. Yeah, that's just acrylic, and I want to find that tattoo that I did. How do, you, how do you paint that? Like you, just, you don't use a brush or anything, or do I do? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, well, with say. those, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, ones. essentially. You want you want notoriety because Joel saw my monitors and he said, oh, yeah. "How's he, that's amazing? Like yeah, I want so, my guitar done that yeah, way." Yeah, I'm doing my brother-in-law's guitar oh, the yeah. same way, and this is a day of a dead a dead tattoo I designed. Oh yeah, that's just like doodling. No, well, that's not doodling. I that does not drew look that. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> incredible. That that's does a not tattoo look like I did doodling. for Ugh. dude's shoulder. Oh, You've never seen my with, with with the way I you know with pencils <laughs> and yeah. But like just years not of <laughs> just years yeah, of a, drawing stuff sure. and then practicing that and just seeing what just looking at something and drawing that way. I've gotten a lot better realistically, 
but I love landscape art. Oh, yeah. That's watercolor was the first kind of paint that I did. I do detailed watercolor uh, landscaping. Um, and then I got into acrylics, which are much more forgiving. <laughs> yeah. I think that was your frustration too. Like if you would go over the line of watercolor, you can clearly see it and right. get frustrated. Right. But with, I'm with you. Yeah. But yeah, with acrylic, you it takes more time to dry and you can blend, do other little things. So I really like that. What got you into that? You know, like not that, but just like what you're doing there. I mean, there was a clear... You know, with music, you know, and, mm-hmm. and with, um, you know, and even with voice acting, what got you into not just art, but but even, you know, with designing tattoos and all of that, just the whole gamut. I just think like, well, that I've always drawn since I was little. Yeah. Um, not great. Yeah. <laughs> but I would just keep doing it. In fact, my mom would yell at me whenever I wasn't doing schoolwork. I'd be mm-hmm. drawing. <laughs> so that was just my thing. I was the artist of the family. Ben was the scientist. Abby was the businesswoman. And Esther was Esther. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. <laughs> but um, I would just always be drawing. And that's that's more of my hobby. I don't really want to make it my yeah. business. Whereas the other things that I've trained so hard with, I want to be my business. But this is like just my relax. Time to create something cool and just looking yeah. at nature around like places I've never been to, sure. seeing how beautiful it is. And realistically, I probably will never be at those places, <laughs> but I can draw Maybe. them yeah, and give them to people if they like it. And yeah, I just, sure. I just love drawing. Sure. Fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, sister, this is fun. We probably should fun. be wrapping up here pretty soon. Yeah. But, uh, I actually have a date. To go to at Don Patron's for some Mexican, my boyfriend. Oh, can I go too? (laughs) (laughs) I love Don Patron's. We'll have have a Dream Mob podcast at Don Patron's. Let's all go. I think anybody that comes to my studio, we're definitely going to Don Patron's. I recommend it to people. Where is it at? In Lechonda. Oh, it's it's where um, (laughs) Napolitos used to be. I don't know where that Napolitos was. Do you know that's where a very Pittsburgh. Is? That was, oh, yeah. It's right next door. Yeah. So you can work out. Dom's was next door. It is. It's on the, on the other, other side. side. Oh, okay. So I thought the, the bank others. was on the other side. By the way, I just wanted to say that. Okay. It's in between <laughs> that. Um, by the way, that, that's, that's that was creepy. a very Pittsburgh way. That was a very Pittsburgh way of describing where that was. It's where Napolitos used to be. I can't stand that when people say, where is this thing located? Oh, it's where that old thing used to be. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a North Huntington guy. I'm, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm a transplant. I'm, I'm a Latrobe, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean. First I right told you a ben she, Jesse. and then you yeah. said you were a trans. I guess transplant would be the other way around. I came from Latrobe and was transplanted in here. No, I, it's, it's yeah. an adopted second hometown because. I just, I'm sorry. I assumed you knew because you're out here all the time, but no, no we'll no. go there sometime, man. It'll be yeah, good. Yeah, I'm in. It's Let's great. Go, we'll go tonight with Lydia and, Lydia and her yeah, boyfriend. Let's do it. And we hope want. you come along with us too. Listen, no, I'm just kidding. That was good. Yeah. We hope <laughs> you come to Napolitos too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for being on the show, sister. Maybe we can you're get welcome. the other siblings on either individually or together. I would together. love that. Just to talk about old stories, like how I didn't know you were my brother. Oh my gosh. For Uh-oh. the longest time. Yep. Because by the time I could, well, I'll just say it now. By the time I could start really remembering things as a kid, Ben was already in college. Yeah. So he was. He's a little bit slower too, so it took her much longer. Your mouth. Where is Ben at? Well, I just brother? thought he was the guy that came over because he guy? wasn't around. came over. Because you had to live on campus. It was further away. Right. So I'd be like, oh. Well, I stopped He's co- here. <laughs> I stopped coming home so often too because I realized that when I came home, I wouldn't get schoolwork done. Yeah. What's that? What's what, what is it? Half baked, where it's just they have a guy that lives on the couch. 
that that movie where they just have a and it's probably and, he, and he's I haven't not seen cast as a through. person. He's just the guy that lives on the couch. Oh my gosh. So that's Ben whenever he came in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I don't know at what point. It was young that I realized that you were my brother, but I did eventually. But there was a time where I was like, oh, he's the guy. Well, I am 13 years older than you, so you would have only been like five or six when I was in college. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's that guy again. Uh, hey, let's promote. <laughs> before we go, let's promote your business again. Venue Violinist. Yeah, on Facebook. I don't have a website yet, but I'm Is getting it there. Is Facebook.com slash Venue Violinist? If you type it in, it's the first uh, thing that pops up. How would up. you spell that? Just venue, V-E-N-U-E, violinist, V-I-O-L-I-N-I-S-T. I had to think about that for <laughs> so a it second. Is, that it sounds is spelled, right to me. Spelled, yeah. yeah, lowercase. It's, it's spelled the, the way it should be. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no like weird zeros or anything. No, in I'm it. not okay. weird. Any other websites or anything else like that? I don't. No. <laughs> Apparently no, you're on the, the only apparently thing. you you start the Ren Fair uh, if someone types in the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival. Yeah, they might be able to find me that way too. Or if anybody wants to check it out, it's every weekend. Um, ten thirty is when the gate opens. Six thirty is when it closes. It's very cheap for how much you can get there. The food is incredible. Awesome. It's so good. Awesome. And the people are great. Yeah. You'll have a fun time. So I would go there and it visit me. Cool. It's fun. <laughs> Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, thanks, yeah, Dan. Thank you. And uh, thank you, listeners, for listening in once again. We hope <laughs> that we've encouraged you to live your dreams out loud. Have a good one. Yeah.